This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3462 for Tuesday, the 9th of November 2021. Today's show is entitled, Metal Marbles. It is the first show, by new host One of Spoons, and is about 10 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, introduction of new host, with reference to semantic playgrounds. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello, Hacker Public Radio and Company. I will address myself as one of spoons. I'd like to thank previous hosts for brightening up my menial tasks. Those times my brain cried out for stimulation and company, and fortunately I was equipped with functional audio channels. I do talk too much, often with excessive detail, but I owe a show. I recall a famous cartoon depicting a student asking a Zen master to explain the meaning of scripture. The picture shows the teacher pointing at a moon in the sky. The legend describes how the dog looks at the finger while the student sees the light. Zen to me was the ship's computer from Blake's 7 television programme from the last century. Zen to others was apparently the idea that scripture was not entirely necessary, although it might be useful to indicate meaning by somehow referencing properties of objects and by relating those properties in ways which exposed some previously non-recognised relation. The picture in that case condensed for me the meaning. I didn't need to build such an abstract data structure in my mind. Whatever my mental process, or my memorial capacity to both translate the language and create whatever cognitive device I needed to derive acceptable conclusions, the cartoon set a recognisable context. The idea formed, scaffolding was discarded, and new functions became available. So while the light reflected from that orbiting mass of who knows what becomes something of another pointer, indicating the presence of some other object or set of relations, while that, I occasionally become aware of my attention and some mental functions. I've noticed how complex things get when I attempt to to acquire tools, maintain those tools, store those tools, when I attempt to maintain access to those tools. It's very nice to have a suite of software tools to play with, but I wonder if that's because 
they're so much neater than clutter space, the solid objects of clutter space. Are you ever searching for something which you were sure you had? Maybe it's been a few years. You put it away, you need it, you can't find it, and you haven't really got time to look for it anymore. So you're either going to buy another one, or you have to make something. You have to make an alternative. I sometimes wonder if I ever had the things that I was searching for, or whether they were just some idea of objects which I knew were possible. And I really, truly did think that I had them in my possession, but it turns out otherwise. I haven't read many books in my adult life, but I remember reading in a magazine about a book which apparently had set its character, one of its characters, in some desertified area where there was no access to proper garage equipment. And they spent a long time there because they wanted the very specific part for their motorcycle instead of just using a beer can to shim some shaft or other. I imagine there was a lot more to that book, but that uh, pricey snippet impressed me, gave me a useful idea. Functional adequacy was my very dull motto for a while. I do consider myself a technician. When interrogated as to my profession, I will settle on technician, if I think it will be conducive. If anyone is still listening, one day it is likely that I will provide recipes, maybe outline procedures, but until I've find those metal marbles um i'm gonna be trying hard to put my finger on this attention thing when i've recognized that my attention is in play and i need to direct my engagement to choose my activity that juncture does appear to be of particular interest to me recently but why should this audience care about my dementia i do have an interest in languages I have played with electronic components. I read about those. I played with some. I did qualify as a system administrator for Solaris 10, just before Oracle and Larry Ellison bought Sun Microsystems. I lost interest in Solaris after Open Solaris was crushed. I did notice the Illumos project and SmartOS, but suppose I didn't really see a career using Solaris in any field that I had an interest in at that point. Any power I have in stopping industrial capitalism falling off a cliff at this point is vanishingly small. So back to interests which might coincide with some of your interests. I tend to take things to pieces probably more often than I put things together. I do then examine the pieces and I suppose I am sometimes trying to fix the dismantled objects. I'll be taking a look at the Rust programming language. I might get round to some audio notes relating to that. I have been delayed in the pursuit of that language by the oxide of iron, which has made its presence known, or I should say the process of which has resulted in me mixing tannic acid with phosphoric acid and a little bit of alcohol and water, as per Canadian government guidelines, in order to delay further rusting of said iron or steel in inaccessible places, you know, for long enough for the place to not fall down. Could be useful. 
I'll try to put a link in the show notes for that. Leaves a gorgeous black finish. Something of a dark rainbow, actually. Remember, when you're messing with chemicals, you're likely to poison yourself. Burn your eyes, dissolve your skin, set fire to the place, you know, be careful. But don't get crushed by collapsing steel structures either. Swings and roundabouts. I think I need to insert some sounds for boundaries of subject. My verbal punctuation is going to be destroyed by all of the editing, which will be necessary. I am bound to talk about grammar. Had I not taken the advice to just press record, then I would still be writing an essay about deciding which thing to do. I'm also bound to return to that subject later. Probably the reason I haven't launched into some technical description of a process or other is that I'm trying to regard humans as the technology and language as the communication device itself. I think I was struggling to find the words. I need to define for myself some excursion limits before this nearly introduction turns into even more of a ramble. Well, this is one of Spoons tugging at the ropes of the Hacker Public Radio episode submission process. You might contact me at the email address hpr at spoons.one. Also, thanks to you anarchist types. I have a handle in the Mastodon region of the Fediverse, it being one of spoons at hispagatos.space. I don't really go to Mastodon space, but it was worth the effort to get connected there. Handle spelling best derived from the show notes. Thanks again to all those providers of Hacker Public Radio. Good luck with the theme tune, folks. I am not a musician. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.